0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: And welcome once again, everybody. I'm Steve Brandy on Newsmakers on 1490 WDAN, keeping our tradition going in memory of Linda Bolton. And today we're talking Rotarian stuff. The Danville Rotary Club, Rick Rotrammel, the current chair, and Keith Souza, the current co-chair, both former presidents. And I was a Rotarian for a while, I think, years ago. Where was I? Lamar, Colorado, one of my very first um, radio jobs. And then I've been a Kiwanian, and my dad has. So all these wonderful clubs that do so much for our areas. And, Rick, a couple weeks ago, when you and I were working on that news story, to get all the flags set along Vermillion for Memorial Day weekend. Let's talk about how that's going, and how long have you been in charge of that?
2: Oh, I guess I've been in. It's been going since 2000. Mm-hmm. So this is our 22nd year, and probably COVID year, 2020. So this will be the third year.
1: And, you know, when you look back uh, during my days in Joliet, uh, when when they got the after they took the old arsenal and turned it into a wonderful uh, veteran Cemetery, and they would put flags on every single site for Memorial Day weekend, and that's similar to what you guys are doing. It takes a lot of flags, a lot of volunteers, but I'm sure you have a good team ready to go every year. We
2: always have more than enough volunteers to put out the flags, and we put out approximately 4,500. Is that about right?
0: Those two, yeah.
1: Uh, Keith, what about you? How long have you been involved in Danville Rotary? When were you president? You said you are a past
0: president. I was, uh, I was president in 08, 09. You was, I think Rick was right after me. I The guy was 08, 09, was, and Rick was 910. I
2: was 06, 07. Oh, you were before me.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, I've been in Sorry. Rotary since 2002, so 20 years now, I
1: guess, this year. And, you know, when you talk about these American flags along for a million, tell me again, Rick, where they go from. Where do they start? Where do they end?
2: Well, he started English Street, which is basically the first Christian church in Chittick's, uh, up to the Walmart. Mm-hmm. And it's just an amazing sight if you've never seen it. And the flags look, when you're driving up Vermillion on the weekend, whether you're going north or south, it really, uh, when you're driving along there at your 35 mile an hour speed limit. Um,
1: <laughs> we hope. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, they look like they're right next to each
1: other. Mm -hmm. And they're really not that close. Yeah, similar to Abraham Lincoln National Cemetery in Joliet. I mean, I was out there Memorial Day weekend, emceeing the American Legion Band concert up there a few times, and you'd look and see all these flags. And again, like you say, they look so close from a distance, then you get closer and they're on every single individual grave. Keith, what about you? When you're driving up and down Vermilion Memorial Day weekend and you see this and we were talking about the 35-mile-an-hour speed limit. Do you kind of slow down so you can really see what it looks like as you're driving there?
0: I think absolutely. What we what we get a lot of times, too, are people that actually walk the route um, looking for loved ones. Now, you know, as part of this, too, we, you know, we sponsor each flag. Mm-hmm. So we put names on them. So a lot of people will request to be at a certain spot, whether it's Schlarman or, you know, put me by Old National Bank or whatever. Um, so they can go see them, you know, see their loved ones. But I actually, my wife and I, one year, about 10 years ago, we actually drove it and I took my phone and actually filmed it, driving it, um, it takes a while to do that. I mean, you go from English all the way to Walmart and all the way back, it, it takes a little bit to do, but it's really just kind of a, I mean, it's, it's humbling, you know, to, to really realize, but you know, where it puts it in place where we're doing for Memorial day.
1: So. And that video was on your Facebook. Please,
0: sure. now, I don't know if I, yeah, I can't remember. It may have been, but that's a, you know, that's a good 10 minute video or 15 minute video. So I don't know how many people actually watched it, but it, I think we did at some point do it, to, just to. Let everybody know that, hey, this is going on. I think I did it on Saturday to make sure everybody got a chance to get out and see the flag, So
1: That doesn't stop anybody from putting a video on Facebook, no matter how no. long it is these days. <laughs> now tell us again, Rick, uh, what time exactly on Friday do you start putting these out so they're ready for the Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Memorial Day weekend?
2: We start placing the flags at uh, 0800, 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and We get our teams together. We have four teams of people With giant barrels of flags. And each team has a different section of Vermilion that they'll do north and then cross and then come back south. And um, luckily, the drivers on Vermilion, they know what's going on, it appears. And they allow us to cross the street. (laughs) Uh, And while we're putting the flags in, I'll tell you, people are honking their horns and waving. Mm -hmm. And it's really kind of cool.
1: So when the group crosses the street, are they? It's, they're they're holding flags. So of course the drivers know what they're doing, right? Is, course...
0: They're trying to. You know, you just, not everybody pays attention. You know, you got to put your makeup on at eight o'clock in the morning. You got to drink your coffee and eat your, you know, eat your <laughs> breakfast sandwich. So, not everybody always keeps a hundred percent eye, but usually they're pretty good about it for
1: us. Yeah, distracted driving. Well, you know, <laughs> it's time to slow down for everybody, especially those that are putting out the flags on this very special occasion and. Tuesday's an all-day cleanup is that when you do
2: it oh no <laughs> Tuesday actually goes pretty quick
0: mm-hmm. takes about half the time or an eighth of the time yeah, I yeah. usually re- I, I kind of started uh I don't know maybe 10 years ago I just my wife would get up um with me get big cups of coffee and we'd take her truck and about 6 30 in the morning I would start on English and start walking north I'd get to Voorhees cross over the street come back and she would just stay a block ahead of me, and I'd go dump them in the back of the truck. And we started that. And then usually about four other groups uh, get the rest of them all the way from Walmart back. So it takes takes a heck of a lot less time to put them out than it does to put them in. Right. Because oh, yeah, you're just
1: pulling them up. Yeah. And worried just, about how far apart they no, are. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're not,
0: we're not measuring. We're just getting them out and in them to the beds of truck to get them back down to get cleaned up for next year. Well, speaking of measuring, what do you tell them? Uh, pace uh, a couple
1: feet or a couple of your own shoes, or what do you tell them?
2: <laughs> well... Yeah, it's kind of interesting you said that because yes, last year, I said all right, we take about roughly six paces, and six paces for me is different than six paces for somebody taller than me, which is most people. Uh, so, <laughs> we're, we 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 lay it out on the parking lot. We start at St. Paul's, mm-hmm. is where we that's our rendezvous point, and. Going to lay out 18 feet. They're roughly, I'd say, 15 to 18 feet apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, which really seems like a lot until you're driving, like I talked about a while
1: ago. Yeah, and I, you know, it's like when you're driving those lines between the lanes look very short then when you're right next to them you realize how long they are same with the spaces between the flags right from a distance it looks like boom 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 then you get right next to them and the optical illusion kind of changes doesn't it
0: and then you get the then you get the driveways so that throws things off sometimes mm-hmm. so you have to put we usually try to pick them on either side of the driveways so kind of have to see that there's one really close and we have to skip that one to do the yeah so it's you know it's not an exact science but we do pretty good job And nobody objects to having them in their yard, I'm
1: sure.
0: We have, you know what, uh, we've never had anybody, the only problem we get sometimes is some people, you know, want to mow that weekend. So so they pull them out and they put them back and maybe they put them a little closer or a little uh, away from where they were, but that's all right. We're, you know, we're happy that they let us do that. We get to do it, so
1: you know it's funny. When I moved here in '78 mm-hmm. with my family, I know before we ended up on Chester, my mom and dad looked at that house at the corner of Vermilion and Prairie. So you know mm-hmm. we could have had them right there in our yard <laughs> if we still owned that house, if we had bought it, of course. You know, and another thing you mentioned a minute ago, uh, Keith, putting the flags in the back of the truck and getting them cleaned up and ready for next year. Mm. So what do you do? You keep them preserved, you get them all clean, because we have to treat the American flag with respect. Right. Where are they the other 360 days of the year?
0: Well, what we do is we work pretty closely with the War Museum, and uh, their staff down there works to print the you know tags and names that are on them. Then when we do load them up in the back of the trucks and we carry them into the War Museum, their volunteers, you know, take a wet rag and clean them off because, you know, depending on the weekend, a day like today, they they go in a little bit easier. Um, we've had it before where it's been really dry leading up to Memorial Day, a little tougher to get them in, a little, you know, but then usually what we end up having is we'll have rain that weekend. So sometimes they'll, they'll crust in there a little bit, but get them back to them. And then what their staff does is kind of evaluates whether the flag is damaged because obviously they're, you know, they're, there's windy, there's something going on. They will, um, you know, they'll get torn, they'll get ripped apart, and so they dispose of those those flags, and then we look to, you know, how many we need to replace every year. So, so the War Museum does a great job for us to co partner with us on that and work for uh, cleaning those up for us.
1: And we're recording this on May third, another rainy, cloudy, dreary day, which is all we've had for the last month. I think I know what they feel like in Alaska when it's winter and the sun never comes out. That's Mm -hmm. what it feels like right now. But if we're lucky you know, we're going to have some better days in May, but at, at this rate, you're not going to have a hard ground, Rick. It ought to be pretty easy to get those flags in the spring we've had so far.
2: Well, luckily, we have a pokers that we poke a hole in the ground and then put them in, but you're exactly right. We've had pretty dry days when we're putting them in, and as we get north on Vermilion into the businesses a little bit, trying to go through the rocks at some of the places... Um we're we're glad they they stay up.
1: You know you talked about people wanting their flags in a certain spot. Uh, when I moved here I went to Edison School for one year, mm-hmm. so I'm sure some people want theirs right by Edison School or across the way from there they want them at Schlorman Academy. But in my case I decided to sponsor a flag in memory of my grandfather who was born in Scotland but came here on the boat when his family sent for him because his parents were already living in the United States. And my grandfather, William Sangster Brandy, born in 1909, loved this country. I mean, the the Bicentennial in County Ohio, he ran the show, baby. That was his party, and he loved this country. So I have sponsored him. But, Rick, other examples, whether it's a family member in the military or not, just somebody that you think deserves a sponsorship.
2: Yes, absolutely. We expanded that, a few, oh, I don't know how many years ago, 10 years ago yeah, maybe. Yeah, a long time. To... Uh, To go just from deceased veterans to a deceased loved one. Uh, Because I think a lot of people will decorate the graves of their loved ones on Memorial Day weekend. That's just kind of a tradition. And so we've expanded it. You can put anybody on a flag you want. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah, and my grandfather. Boy, he taught me a lot about just loving this country, and I was really honored to do that. Uh, are, are we set? It is May third. Do you have enough sponsorships now, or is there more available?
2: Oh no, oh. we're we're and we still have people soliciting sponsorships from individuals and from uh, corporations. Corporations can sponsor twenty flags, or two hundred fifty dollars worth of flags. Or $500 worth of flags. We have three levels of sponsorship. And hopefully, if someone hasn't contacted a business, and if they want to do that, they can just go to rotaryflag.com. R-O-T-A-R-Y flag, all one word, dot com.
1: And that's where I went to get my sponsorship in. Keith, what's it like in your memory as far as the percentage that are fully sponsored by the time you're putting them out the Friday before Memorial Day
0: weekend? Well, something we went to several years ago, too, is that when we started doing corporate sponsors, we used to do this all individuals. We never really did corporate sponsorships. So we would, you know, we would set up at county market or another place and we would sell flags on Saturday mornings in the May leading up to it. When we started doing corporate sponsorships, obviously there's, you know, small businesses want to help but they may not have 50 names they want to put on flags. So they would just put on there to those that served. Well, what we would do is because we've done this for 20 years, we have old tags that maybe, you know, your your grandfather, as you mentioned, maybe he didn't get sponsored this year. You forgot to get the flag. Well, we go pull those out of the the basket and we put those on flags. So they won't just be a generic, you know, name that just says nothing on it or just has an empty flag. It will be somebody who maybe was honored in the past, but, You know, they bought a flag one time at county market 15 years ago, and they never bought one again because maybe they were out of town or in town that weekend. So we're able to kind of throw those names on it, too, and it helps to, you know, just we want to make sure there's a name associated with every flag. And
1: once you're a sponsor of someone, it could come up any time. Isn't that great? Yeah. In the hopper forever. Now, the sponsorship for this goes to Rotary Projects. Or Talk about that, Rick. How's that work?
2: Well, the biggest portion goes to the Vermillion County War Museum. Good. Because when the project first started, uh, Sparky Songer, who was basically the founder of the Vermillion County War Museum, and Mac Leverance, who was a former member of Rotary, past president, got this idea up. So, and all the money went to them back then. Well, once we started raising a little more money, and now Sparky's no longer with us. There's a sparkly song or scholarship at DACC. So we give them a portion of the money. And in years past, we've given a portion of the money to the VA. They have a Veterans Assistance Fund out there. Um, so, so that's where all the money goes. And then some of it goes to the Rotary for their projects, mm. but we take the smaller portion of it.
1: Hey, we're already halfway through. I told you guys this would go fast. We're just sitting here talking about all this Memorial Day weekend tradition in Danville. Just joining us, Rick Rotrammel and Keith Souza from Danville Rotary Club on 1490 WDAN's Newsmakers Program. I'm Steve Brandy. Well, you mentioned how some of it goes to the VA. That's why I'm from Danville. My dad was an audiologist at the Danville VA for 12 years, 17 years in all with the VA. Very glad to hear that. And then when you talk about, the Vermilion County War Museum, and now all of us are old enough to remember when that was the public library, okay, because I was there all the time, late 70s when I was first uh, a schoolboy here. Did you ever think we'd see something like that in Danville, a war museum like that?
2: Well, actually, I didn't grow up in Danville, Steve, so <laughs> I, it, it's been the war museum since I got to town. Um, so, Keith...
0: I've been to the library. I would I spent many an hours. My mom was upstairs, down at the children's library downstairs. So yes, but um, I was my family's originally from the Quad Cities. Mm. So the Rock Island Armory is a huge thing there for us to be able to go whenever my dad would take me and we'd go visit that. So it was really kind of neat to have a smaller version of that, you know, here in Danville. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, you go inside there. One of my favorite things they've got. Years ago, I was dating a girl whose dad was a ham radio operator. They've got that ham radio there that received important signals during World War II. What a story. You just go in there, and there's stories like that all through the Vermilion County War Museum. So get over there. We try to do news stories about them every so often when they got something new coming. That is great. So if you haven't sponsored a flag, get out there and do a, a, as we have just said, it could be a deceased veteran in your family or a deceased loved one. And go to rotaryflag.com, which I did to get my grandfather's name on there. Hey, what else is going on this year? Once Memorial Day weekend is over, the Rotary Club, what do you do the rest of the summer? What do you do in the fall? What's happening?
2: It depends on the uh, the current administration of the club, to be honest with you. We've, we have auctions what, every other year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have get-togethers. We're always looking, Steve, especially for past Rotary members to join us, as you mentioned at the beginning of the subtle show. Subtle hint. Subtle hint. Subtle hint. <laughs> well, I'm not very subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're always looking, and we, we have a lot of new young people, and we have a, a new new president coming in July 1st, so that's that's what it's going to be. We're... We will be having more socials. I already know that. I think they have one scheduled for June. I don't know the exact date at the country club.
1: Well, as we get going on that into the summer, into the fall, and then, of course, we'll be looking forward to
0: next Memorial Day weekend. But
1: how big is your club right now, Danville Rotary?
0: About 70. Mm Mm-hmm um, there, you know, like a lot of other service organizations around the country, it's, you know, numbers are down across the board. We always kind of beat ourselves up because we had certain amount of numbers. Now we have a little fewer, but, uh, we've learned through some of our, uh, you know, sister clubs and and brother clubs that, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of the thing It's service, uh, service clubs are, are, uh, you know, as Rick said, we've got a, a younger, uh, new president coming in and, Sometimes that kind of brings some new life and some different voices and bodies into it. And they want to do something a little bit different than, you know, maybe what the old club members have done, So, which is great.
1: What about the students in the area, you know, high school, junior college students, making sure they know who their Rotary Club is? I'm sure that's a challenge Just let them know, hey, we're here for you.
0: Well, and, you know, we, we do a little bit of some of the, you know, scholarships and things we do. We always try to make sure that any scholarship we give, we try to invite the kids to come to rotary, you know, have their presidents come, you know, have their parents come to rotary. Sorry. Um, just to visit and realize what we do and, and really kind of, you know, the big thing with rotary is always the, the international appeal. Um, I was walking through, um, Venice in Italy when I was there 10 years ago, and there was a rotary symbol with the, you know, the words meant that, you know, Rotary meets here, you know, Thursday night at six. And it's just, and I got a picture of it because it's just really kind of neat. And it went inside and it's an amazing, beautiful place that they had, get to have their Rotary meetings at. So truly an international club. And it's really kind of neat to go somewhere else and see that, you know, hey, there's uh, the, our, little, uh, our little club here in Danville and uh, is, is represented all across the world.
1: I'm glad to hear when you talk about any scholarship you offer, because one thing I learned as a senior at Danville High School back in 1985, you go for every little scholarship you can get because it adds up to help Mm -hmm. you pay for college. I was very fortunate. I was in both the Veterans of Foreign Wars and American Legion oratorical contest and did fairly well, thanks to my great teacher, Jana Poon, that got me involved. And I know I was applying to everybody else, from Rotary to mm-hmm. all that, because those small scholarships you can get, that can help you just get a start on your higher education. I have a daughter about to graduate from Columbia in Chicago. She's been doing the same thing, mm-hmm. giving what she can, so God bless you for helping out the youngsters. Just got a few minutes to go. Uh, is there a limit to the age of a volunteer to help you put the flags out for Memorial Day weekend, or can you have whole families, fathers and sons? What's usually the makeup on that?
2: Well... The, the, I would say that uh, 99% or 95% of our people that put the flags in are Rotary members and some people bring their families. Yeah. Um, but I would say, I, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone younger than a teenager there. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are walking <laughs> right next to a lot of traffic. <laughs> and um, you don't want to have to worry about, you know, you don't want to have to worry about somebody getting out into the street.
1: Well, it's a good thing you got some teens involved because one thing that is more required than when I was in high school, those public service mm-hmm. hours you need, this is a great way to get it, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. There's We've had um, a couple of the organizations, you know, through high school, ROTC or Junior ROTC? Junior ROTC. Junior ROTC, yeah. ROTC a couple years back. I know they've helped a couple of different times, a couple of different organizations that people have had. You know, our club members have been tied to. Uh, have brought their, you know, some of their volunteers out to help. Um, it's great. You know, there's 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 a certain cap on the number of uh, pokers we have and people we need to to do it. So, you know, we try to handle, again, I think more than anything, we try to handle a lot of that rather than going out to the public. We just want them to sponsor flags and quite honestly – Enjoy it once it's up, you know, and and really be you know in awe of that uh, of that drive up Vermillion on Memorial Day weekend.
1: Let's hope it's a nice Memorial Day weekend because those flags out in the sun, there's nothing like it. And uh, as a guy who lived in Indianapolis for five years as a little boy, hey, you want that Indianapolis five hundred sun in the sky feeling, right? Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Don't want a shortened race because of the rain. You don't want a shortened Memorial Day weekend because of storms. Let's get this. Ugly cloudiness out of the way again. We're recording this May third, and we're tired of it. We want some sun on the way. Get the farmers planting, and maybe you guys on the air give us some good luck if we're lucky.
0: Well, if anybody's going to give you good luck, it's going to be Rick Rotram. I mean, look at him. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I will say we
2: we have put in flags in the driving rings.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> I'll bet and you that,
2: it's neither. It's rain or shine. <laughs> the Flags are going in. <laughs> so that's a, that. And I I do I don't want to go away. Without, if anybody listening or that would see it on and is interested in the Rotary Club, we meet at noon on the second floor of the Fisher Theater. And I wouldn't want to get off the radio without mentioning that. What
1: what days (laughs) do you do that? Monday. Monday. Monday at noon. That would be a good
2: thing to let you know. (laughs) Noon on Monday, the second floor of the Fisher Theater. Steve, we would love to see you.
1: Hey, I tell you what, somebody else mentioned that to me. I think it was somebody I used to go to school with here. That uh, Heather, was that you? Anyway, I think that's who <laughs> it was. I think she might have mentioned that to me. <laughs> and, and, Keith, when you say, look at Rick, yeah, he's here with these sunglasses on. Today. Well, yeah,
2: for- just- they're trifocals. Oh, okay. I actually forget I have <laughs> them on. I have my glasses hanging on my back. I forgot.
0: Oh. The Rick road trammel motto is, the sun never sets on cool. <laughs>
1: That's a fact. (laughs) Oh, and we sure hope not. Hey, guys, good luck on Memorial Day weekend and all these youngsters that are going to be out there putting the flags down from English to the walmart and it might it go past the walmart someday or we
0: get we get a little rough going out into the country there but so so if nothing else we'll we'll go five steps instead of six we'll get it all figured out
1: Uh, (laughs) well i I tell you what that that's i grew up on chester so it's going right in the right along where i grew up absolutely yep and i grew up at chester in washington so that's a great area and looking forward to driving that myself all right gentlemen Keith Souza, Rick Rotrammel from Danville Rotary Club. And again, go to Danville Rotary, or I'm sorry, uh, say it again. Rotaryflag.com. Rotaryflag.com and get your sponsorship in as an individual or as a business for some of those flags that will be out there celebrating those who gave their lives for our country Memorial Day weekend. In memory of Linda Bolton and this fine program she helped create, this has been Steve Brandy along with Rick Rotrammel and Keith Keith Souza from the Danville Rotary Club. Join us next week. Uh, I think it might be one of my final times hosting the show. We got a change coming, but I know I've got next week, so I'll be doing it then. Hey, folks, have a great weekend. Have a great week. Talk to you later.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.